Hey there, welcome to Friendly Ties. This is a podcast about board games, and normally we talk about one game a lot in these episodes, or at least that's what we've done in the past. But today, we actually want to be a little bit more broad, and specifically we want to talk about engine building as an idea in board games. Uh, this actually came up organically when we were recording a different episode about Furnace, uh, just what's an engine builder, what isn't, and it turns out that Nick is pretty opinionated. Nick has some strong feelings on yes. engine builders. <laughs> Slightly finicky about <laughs> engine builders. <laughs> and they were so strong that we're like, we should have a real conversation about this. I know. Let's record an episode. So that is um, why we're here, essentially, today. Um, it, it, it might seem a little pedantic uh, to, to, to delve into this, but I love engine building games, or at least what I consider to be engine building yeah, games. Yeah, what, what you thought was an engine building. Do you, are you sure? I've got a list, Nick. I'm ready for we'll the find debate. Out. <laughs> so yeah, Nick, take it away. Yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting is that BGG does not have engine building listed as a mechanism. Uh, really? It is, yeah, it's not It's not on BGG. And I, I looked for it because I was like um, doing research for this episode. And I think broadly, people struggle to identify what engine building means. And I think that's part of the reason why I have this pet peeve about people calling games engine building games that to me don't feel like engine building games. So... In some ways, I would argue that engine building is a lot more of a feeling than a mechanism. And like what constitutes as engine building has like a pretty broad definition uh, that kind of like dances uh, from person to person and what, what works. Okay, so we can all agree then, for example, Furnace. Furnace, that's an engine builder, right? Like that, that, that whole game is an engine builder it's i agree that it's an engine builder and and i and i think it's close like i i really yeah the the dance that i'll go into here you'll see that engine all you do is take cards and build it what am i doing i'm building an engine and churning little things through it and making points yeah so so the reason that furnace hits the my definition of an engine builder is because one card allows you to do another card which allows you to do another card which allows you to do another card uh but somewhere where I could argue that it's not really an engine builder or doesn't feel like engine building is if you play a version of that game where you buy all of your resources using your like losing losing the auction essentially and then using those to just convert to victory points. That doesn't feel very engine building to me. So most of the time you don't do that in that game. The majority of the time you do this like card chain. Uh, and so l- l- let me like let me lay out the these like two different categories like super categories that i would say like engine building falls into and for me like one that i think is a very obvious definition this is like clearly an engine builder and i i would struggle to find folks that disagree with it is combo chains this leads to this leads to this if while you're describing your action sequence you say and because of that and then this like if you use those like a like addendums or prepositions that just like connect all the parts of your game plan that's an engine builder the two games that really popped out to me as being these things are steamworks and gizmos um those games are like pure engine builders it's like you take an action it does this ting 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 ting, ting it like fires off all this other stuff uh that is designed to make this combo to me those are like explicit engine building games 
it's really funny because I'm looking at my list right now of games that I, you know, when I was, I brought, I went through my collection and I pulled out like my top engine builders. I don't think any of them do that. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's talk into the, let's talk about the second category, which is where I really think the like core of our discussion is going to be. And it's about building a system. And this is where like quibbles come into play. And like, what does building a system even mean? It usually means some private ownership that you have. I don't think I've ever seen like a public engine building game, but now my design brain is just like, what could that look like? Uh, you know, it's usually something that you own. So a lot of like tableau type games tend to like dance into this category. One thing that I really firmly don't agree with is that income is not an engine. And that is really where... I disagree with other folks about what things are. Underwater Cities being the example, uh, Anastasia, that that came up for us in the past where you were like, oh, Underwater Cities is an engine builder. And I was like, no, it's not, because it's just income. <laughs> so if it's income, to me, that doesn't count as like a chain. And then also it depends on what other mechanisms are present in the game. So uh, something like a lot of deck builders have the potential to be engine building games but that deck building mechanism is so essentially fundamental to the game that it just overrides the sense of like oh i'm playing an engine builder right now and so that those tend to get into the wishy-washy category and so this like building a system building your like tableau what is your like home your home planet your your home terrain looking like uh, is where stuff starts to get really gray. I realize I didn't put a good definition in there, and that's because I, I struggle to do so. It seems like a key part, at least as far as you're talking about it, is the uh, inputs and outputs. That like the, the something is made, and then you immediately use the thing that's made as an input. Like inputs, outputs become inputs, which makes out outputs and inputs, etc. Is that kind of where you're at? super good framing of using inputs and outputs yeah i wish i thought of that um yeah and it's 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 also specifically that the outputs become inputs for other outputs right, right. that it is inputs to outputs to inputs to outputs um that is the distinction for income for me that it is just like you have your in your input which is like you bought these cards and then you have your output your income and then you just like repeat that cycle uh which happens in a lot of games one of my favorite games, the Sidereal Confluence, which is a trading and negotiation game, there's an economy phase and you have your inputs and your outputs. And I would definitely not say that's an en engine building game. Like, absolutely not. I think where my brain often goes with engine building or really focuses on is, is the building part of that phrase, like engine building, like, you know, two key words. And when mm -hmm. I think of engine builders, because I, up to this point, and maybe, maybe still, I don't know, maybe you'll convince me, but I, up to this point, would have considered underwater cities to be an engine building game um at a high level um you're going to go through these income phases where you make income um, but you construct buildings that make you that income and to me it's always felt like building those constructing those buildings felt like the engine like you spend resources to make buildings that then make you income for the rest of the game um you know as an ongoing thing so it's like investing in that essentially and uh they all kind of activate at the same time, just spewing stuff out at the right moment in the game, giving you a whole bunch of stuff to then use to do your worker placement, which, you know, realistically, Underwater Cities is primarily a worker placement game. But I think it's an interesting distinction between those two, um, having things feed in and out. Uh, I was thinking about this a decent amount before we recorded this, and 
one thing that popped into my head was a, a Rube Goldberg machine. Um, you know, the idea of, you know, the, the yeah, tennis ball falls off the table and hits the racket, which falls on a computer, hits the space bar, starts playing music, and the speakers gyrate, et cetera, et cetera. Like, a long series of, 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 of systems um, that you could just keep tacking on and tacking on. And when I think of engine building in that way, which I guess is a series of inputs and outputs becoming inputs, um, I'm hard-pressed to find that many examples of games, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's why I think I take a little bit of issue, Nick, with this idea that income can't count, right? Because, like, also, what do you define as income, right? Like, so you're saying, like, there's an input and an output, but, like, in Underwater Cities, right, which is the example we're using currently, sure, you make income, but you also make, like, a bunch of other things. So are we saying income is just money and points? Like, that's what I hear when you say income, but income's not. Like, it's money, points, resources. To a certain extent, you could say anything where you're gaining certain things based on what you have is qualifies as income. And then I'm sort of like, okay, then what What are you... So you're, you're basically saying that it's only if I put something in and it converts something out that you considered an engine. Is that kind of... Am I understanding that correctly? Well, there has to be a sequence there. And so like Underwater Cities has an explicit production phase, right? Like that is that is income, right? Uh, and I, like, I'm hard pressed to say why Underwater Cities is an engine. Like what, what is the thing that becomes the thing that then generates the other thing? So under that same guise, how do you feel about farming games that right like i've never really actually thought of farming games as engine builders i think my definition nor do i engine builder (laughs) yeah but in a way in a way one might argue that they do fit your definition right like i've always thought of engine builders as i in the scope in this in the scheme of a game i have created something that is going to pay me back something so in a way i guess i've always thought of it as income production right like i've done x y and z and as i continue to go to other parts of this game this is going to continue producing for me, right? Like I'm just going to keep getting wood or I'm going to keep getting this thing because I've done this great little setup and I can go over here now and I can use my wood to go do this other thing. That's 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 what I've considered me building an engine within a game, right? So that, that has just been my definition up to this point. So in a way, it actually sort of meets both of our definitions, if you will. You could say a farming game is a perfect example of that, right? Like it, it I plant things and then they grow and then they do other things. Like, so what's coming to mind for me right now is actually like haul or tow, right? Like, so you, you need to, you plant goods, you harvest those goods, and then you use those goods to move your house along this little track. Do you consider that to be some sort of input output? No, no. I, don't, I, I mean, it, it is input and output, but it's not an engine builder. So that's, you know, again, b- back into this place where it's fuzzy for me, it sort of needs to have this chaining effect um, in Hallertau, like you collect your crops, you collect your resources, and then you pay them into your house to advance or pay them into your cards or whatever it is that you're doing. And then they go away. Um, you haven't built something that sort of self-sustains or has this, you know, I like John, you brought up the Rube Goldberg, like that doesn't give me that like Rube Goldberg feeling. I want my, when I play an engine building game, I want the feeling that I have to be at least a little bit mad scientisty, And I don't, I don't feel that in, in the farming games. And yet, and yet you move your, your house forward and then that gives you more workers. So it does give you something else that continues. 
I think that you are stretching the definition of what the oh, of what the okay. inputs and outputs Come are on. here. Yeah. All right, kind of guys, help me out in the comments. Someone, someone, help me out here. <laughs> I mean, I, I I fully acknowledge that my definition is is more esoteric and a lot more stringent than I think uh, other folks are. So that, that it's totally cool. I'm just I'm just defending what what <laughs> what <Yeah>. engine building <laughs> means to me. And it's and it again, it is that emotion, that feeling, because it's not a mechanism. Uh, it's that it's that feeling of chaining that feeling of rube goldberging the mad scientist and and that doesn't happen in hollertow you get you know you move your house to get more workers it just makes you slightly more efficient like these little edges don't count to me interesting hmm. I, I, thinking back historically to what i've considered to be engine builders and i think i still do because uh, let's be real this whole conversation is fun but it's also does, is there a point to it i don't know we're just you know kind of digging into it because it's fun to get into this there is there there is a point here there's there's nick tearing down the fundamental <laughs> <laughs> terminology of engine building and now combining it with chaining because i'm like that's a whole different mechanic nick Chaining. Are you going to sit here and tell me Darwin's Journey is an engine builder? Are you going to tell me Grand Austria no. Hotel is an engine no. builder because they chain? No, they're no. definitely they're no. not engine builders. Oh, I'm losing it over here. Okay, <laughs> I gotta go. I'm gonna regroup. I'm regrouping. So I, thinking back more, uh, you know, like the Rube Goldberg is kind of like maybe what Nick's talking about, but where my the basis for my thoughts on engine building is starting with not much or nothing and ending with, uh. A complicated system that that's custom to what you did over the course of the game like i have tended to think of terraforming mars as being like a quintessential engine building game to me especially when you play with the um without um with the advanced rules essentially where your incomes and i know okay I, yes incomes your incomes all start at zero like you make nothing you do nothing at the beginning of that game and at the end of the game uh, and at the end of one game, maybe you ha you're making just monstrous amounts of plants. Uh, or uh, in the next game, you're a metal baron and you just have tons of titanium and you've got asteroids crashing into the planet. And you just, you obviously the asteroids aren't engine, but like you build a tableau. And it really is a tableau builder. And I do see a lot of the correlations there. And that's kind of what I was getting to earlier. Like my emphasis is on the building part of the engine building statement where you're building up, like kind of stacking things on top of each other, almost like little modules that maybe don't, input and output into each other but they work collectively as a cohesive thing like in terraforming mars if you have a big plant strategy and then you put down a card that consumes plants and does something unexpected with them and then that unexpected output unlocks the ability to get some more points or something like that um, and i feel like i've made an engine in front of myself but that's just my personal definition I think Anastasia is going to strangle me when I respond to this, but uh, Terraforming Mars and Pulsar with the four digits after it, I'd actually don't remember, 2849 or whatever, um, Suburbia, uh, those those three games were ones that I put on my borderline list. Uh, and th so let's talk about Terraforming Mars, right? Where it's like, why is it borderline an engine for me when it's definitively an engine for you? Uh First of all, I, I don't think that it matches the definition that we just talked about, right? Like we just, I just said no to underwater cities and you could argue that terraforming Mars is exactly the same construction, right? You like play out cards and then there's a production phase and you get those produced resources and like, that's that, right? Um, there's not much like chaining that goes on there. I think the thing with terraforming Mars that to me feels more borderline than underwater cities is the vast quantities of things that you do in that game. So to your point about building, John, that's what pushes terraforming Mars into the borderline. Is this a engine building game or not for me? 
Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> folks at home. I told you she'd be mad at me. <laughs> this is this is what we're going to do right now. We're going to pull up my BGG collection right now. And Nick is going to go through it. And he's going to tell me what games are engine builders based on his definition. Because I, I'm looking at the list of ones I pulled out. And no, they've all been nixed at this moment. <laughs> so, we're going to do that. So I'm looking at this. Okay, Dominion is our deck builders, engine builders. Okay, great question. I put three games on my list that are games where you can build engines but are not engine builders, and Dominion is one of them because I can play. If you play, <laughs> if you play big money in Dominion, right? Just the like buy gold, buy victory points. I would argue that you're not building an engine. Uh, you're just, you're just playing a deck builder. There's nothing like chainy about that but like i've played a game of dominion where i built a deck that was 40 cards and it drew the entire deck every time and then it had six dollars that like made me purchase like one thing or whatever <laughs> um and that was very engine mad scientist feeling for sure uh so dominion for me sits in that place where it can do both uh because you can play the game not have built an engine and still be totally successful but it does allow you to build an engine, particularly with certain cards. And I've only played two or three Dominion expansions of the like 70 million that there are. Right. Hmm. The other okay. two that I put on that list, by the way, are Wingspan and Race for the Galaxy games in which I think you can build an engine, but don't need to, to, to play the game successfully. But wouldn't you say that like the very act of like, for example, in Dominion, the very act of playing a big money strategy, if you will, does require you to put together some sort of engine i guess it's an income engine to be able to have the level you you would say that but i wouldn't say that oh my goodness (laughs) oh my goodness okay all right let's keep going um i'm scrolling through this separately and and i'm having a hard time finding much yeah i'm not i'm having a hard time finding anything in my collection (laughs) i thought they were all engine builders you mean because i'm picky or because you're not you're you're getting convinced by my uh by my stance well i was about to say i think nick is infecting my definition so i'm questioning (laughs) everything it's also very true as we go through my collection that it's embarrassing how many of the games in my collection i haven't played so some of them i'm having to skip over because i don't know them well enough let's see well, I've looked through my collection as well, and I had a couple pop up that I thought would be interesting for discussion. One of them being Space Base. Um, that's a game where it's a dice game. I mean, you're you're rolling dice. It's kind of a Settlers of Catan style where one person rolls dice and everybody makes stuff. But as you go through the game, you upgrade the amount of stuff that you make on various die rolls. And I know Nick has played this because this was the first game you and I ever played together. <laughs> yeah, good memories, good memories. Uh, Space Base, Machi Koro, um, Kingdoms, Car- Car- Card Kingdoms of Valeria. N- no, those are Tableau games, not engine builders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So Concordia, let's, let's pause at that. Would you yeah. say so Concordia is not a deck builder because you but in a way you are buying more cards. Would you say that your hand is somewhat of an engine builder because Absol- absolutely not. Oh my god. I Con- mean, Concordia we- is is on my are you kidding me list of that people call it an engine builder and i it's not i i am like Concordia is one of the ones that I'll die to uh, die are on you this like, hell okay, for. But yeah. you you have you I mean, I consider, I actually do consider it personally. I think you could make a stronger argument that it's a deck builder to a certain extent, which, you know, I know 
it's it's not quite but the the way you're collecting cards for your action selection but but you are essentially your hand in and of itself is an engine that you are you are building towards and it's doing different things i guess i honestly not to you're my getting into my head yeah yeah you're getting into my head it's like now i'm like every game could be an engine builder by my definition so <laughs> it's like a, like the act of gaming yeah it's 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 an action selection game and it doesn't do anything that that fires this off because i have this i can do this because of this i, I enabled this it's just like oh i'm just a little bit better at building houses or copying your thing or buying cards off the board like that's those don't have these like crazy sequences to 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 my mind so yeah concordia now so dissecting the the phrase engine building a little bit in order to run an engine you need gas right you need something to to fire the engine and make it happen and because of that i i would definitely land pretty solidly in nick's camp when it comes to concordia uh, a game that i i love but you know that that hand of cards that you're strengthening as the game goes on, like there's no gas there really. You're just you're getting more tools in your uh, in your toolbox. It's like a toolbox game. <laughs> I want to fully admit that I actually think Nick is right here on this one. I'm just as they're going go. scrolling through my collection, I am like desperately searching to find one game that like <laughs> will count. So um, no, I think you guys are right. But I will say going back to the gas thing. I personally don't feel like the engine needs to make gas for other engines from for my definition like for me even just like one flow through of you know stuff comes in and then the engine crunches and then better stuff comes out even once feels good enough to me what's like what's a gas game for you john i know i've talked about terraforming mars already but i, I kind of see that as being there you know uh th- the main resources in the game like plants baked into the game, one of the actions that you can do is just crunch plants down and turn them into a uh, forest tile that you put onto the board. And I see the plants as kind of being the gas, and I guess, you know, that action by itself is very lame, but there's lots of fancy cards that you can put down that let you do that uh, more efficiently or maybe just differently, you know, crunch those plants up and do something else with it. Um, so I, I, that's why I see those cards in that tableau as being, you know, strapping on new modules to an engine i guess that's the way i see to it like i don't think the the rube goldberg machine needs to run in a sequence i think it could just be a frankenstein of modules slapped together and you pick and choose uh when the time is right you know pouring different gases into different modules i guess i guess my thing is like from your guys's definition now now i'm now i'm looping the two of you together <laughs> we're, we're not from, the same i know <laughs> <laughs> But it feels like he's agreeing with you. So, okay, I hear you, John. Like, yes, put gas in the engine. And I want to say, like, fundamentally, I I do agree with that. I think this is more like the loss of engine building as a term for me is 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 hard to wrap my mind around because I I am starting to be like, no, genuinely, like I use that term all the time. And and you're right. I'm like, I I'm not sure what it applies to anymore uh, in a lot of ways because I have seen it more like. More, probably my definition has been much more closely related to the income portion of it, right? Like I, like I explained that the things I, I set something up, I kind of knock it over. I guess mine's more like a metronome, right? Like I hit the metronome and it just keeps clicking over here in the corner. And then I go off and do something else. And I add in another beat and another layer of music and whatever. And that that's how I see it. And so, but the way you guys are describing it is, is overlapping so much for me with chaining that or what I describe as chaining that like i i do want to ask you the question nick like what what makes like a game 
Darwin's Journey comes to mind, um, but we could even say like Golem or Grand Austria Hotel. Like the, these games were like thing after thing feeds into thing after thing. I don't know. I never really yeah. considered any of those engine builders, but since you guys are overlapping with Chaining, like no, I I don't either, and I see I see what you're saying there, and I do think I have a hopefully satisfying response to that. In this goes back to what John said about the building part in Darwin's Journey or in Golem, you take an action that can create a chain. It might even be something that you have set up that allows that chain to occur, but. Uh, generally, once you do that, you can't just immediately do that again on your next turn. Something excludes you from mm-hmm. doing that. You've ta- you've selected an action, or in Darwin's Journey is a great example because it's like you've walked somewhere on the island. Like you can't even take this space again. You have to keep going along the island at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, Golem is one of the ones that kind of dances because the uh, the book mechanism in that game, the top of the board in in Golem, does get close to what I would call an engine. That's where you stack the cards and then you keep reactivating them and you know you get you one card and then them over you get and over. the one and the two yeah and yeah. yeah and the, another thing that you said earlier in there Anastasia that I want to mention is you know you're like oh I call these things engine builders and I'll be honest with you I sometimes do too you are absolutely going to catch me <laughs> in games that we play where I say like oh yeah I'm going to run my engine and you're like that's not an engine though I'm like you're right like (laughs) you will catch me using that because it's like such a common phrase that we like tackle in board gaming it was actually part of the reason why I was so excited to do this episode to say like yes we all do say like engine building here but like that I I like I don't like the term because I feel that I'm using it incorrectly interesting so you would say, based on that, because I think another place where this sort of came up is in our last episode, we talked about Messina 1347. And, and, and there's a lot of things going on in that game. But we did talk about the sort of like central board. And I've referred to that like player board as like running my engine, you know, running my overseers around this track. But under based on what you just said about golem and darwin's journey and that that you know like i was thinking i was imagining like dominoes right like you can't just pick up the pieces and run it again yeah that's kind of the same thing that 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 same thing is kind of true in messina right like you your overseers continuing to move so even though you're using the same spaces i guess you're reusing them do, do you consider that an engine builder it's a great question that one is a little bit harder for me for sure uh you're and you, and you hit all my points for me right like which is basically <laughs> that the fact that you're advancing that there's like a limited kind of usage to it but because in messina it's that that adjacency lasts for so long it is kind of enginey um i think the perks are just a little bit too small and staticky to like create that cascade effect that i'm i'm going for as you were just talking about that game though i thought about another game that i really super consider to be an engine builder and that's steampunk rally i've been trying to find a way to to bring that in yes 100 (laughs) percent. i've been sitting here been like i want to mention steampunk rally i want to mention steampunk rally (laughs) have you played steampunk rally anastasia i haven't actually no and i'm not even that familiar with it i've i've seen i can imagine i can conjure the front of the box yeah, so it's it's a racing game, uh, mm. and uh, actually, I'll, I'll tell you right now, the thing that I like most about Steampunk Rally is that it plays like seven or eight players, and they play simultaneously. Like, you can play seven or eight players in an hour, and I think that's really cool. But it has this, like, drafting thing at the beginning that's, like, okay. But at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're, like, you get a bunch of cards that you can build your car, and you then use some dice to run your car. And 
it is pretty hard though i guess theoretically possible in that game to not build an engine and still race mostly what you're doing though is building a crazy engine where it's like i put this into this machine which gives me these color dice and then these color dice i put into this machine which allows me to move this many spaces but because i move so many spaces i'm creating wear and tear so i need to use these other dice to stop the wear and tear or my whole machine's going to fall apart and the part that's really neat about this game uh, both thematically and from the idea of either expendable or non-expendable engines is that your engine can collapse in the game you take like damage from generating wear uh, running along the track and so your engine can fall apart or you can like build a tank that's like very reliable and is like a smaller more puttering engine but will like continue to ramp up over the course of the game so that one for me fits the definition and it has that you know, that mad scientist, that Rube Goldberg chaining effect that I'm looking for in an engine building game. Yeah, there's a lot of furnace in there now that I think about it. I mean, obviously, Steampunk Rally is a lot older, but it's the kind of game where it's like, okay, everybody run your engines and everybody simultaneously looks down and just plays with your stuff, moving dice around and, and you know, cards are flying off and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think it also, one of the reasons I like it is because it it matches your definition and it also kind of matches mine in that it is you're making this frankenstein's monster of a racing machine and sometimes you use these parts and sometimes you use those other parts it really changes because uh as part of that game one of the things that you do is spend effort in order to get gas like literally dice that you then you know roll to add in there it's interesting cuz like i i feel like we've played a lot of games where that feeling has occurred like everybody go run your engines and 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 yeah i'm sitting here and i i'm still and as we're talking you know you know we're looking through my collection i'm still struggling to come up with another game that i'm like huh yeah that one that's a game that i have or that i've played a lot that really meets this definition for 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 how often you know like we've already talked about i've referred to you know engine builders i think i've got one for you anastasia I know that you know and maybe own Lorenzo El Magnifico. It's so funny that you say that. I do know that. I do own that. And I almost listed that on that list when I said Gollum, Grand Austria Hotel. And then I was like, no, Lorenzo's not one. (laughs) (laughs) Are you familiar with that one, Nick? Uh, Yeah, I've played it with you, actually. I'm a little rusty. Yeah, I mean, that, that one is, it's a worker placement game, a very tight worker placement game. But what you are doing in large part is setting up a chain of actions and then hoping to be able to activate the worker placement spot to then actually use this chain of actions. And uh, and that's where a lot of the game is, like just putting cards down in a line and they are, you know, the first card you take goes in the first spot, the second card goes in the second spot, you can't rearrange them, and they do things like turn coins into wood and the next card will turn wood into bricks and the next card will turn bricks into coins again and <laughs> you know like that that kind of thing yeah and i can i actually do think nick that one meets i hope if i understand it correctly i think that is actually meeting your definition in that it is a long chain of things that is happening it's something you activate it adds gas you, you i guess the essence yeah at activating it is what add, but you're, you're feeding things into it and then you know stuff is coming out along the way and it is true that actually my biggest complaint about Lorenzo, which is actually on my trade list, is because 
it can be so hard to activate your engine. Yes. Usually there's only one worker placement spot to do this or, um, you know, depending on the player count. And it can be very frustrating because you could put all this work into building that thing out and then, you know, get blocked from running it. It's an um, engine building game, so. but not necessarily an engine running game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's interesting to note too, that the ones that we've, or at least that I've landed on is like definitively engine builders are all games that tend to be on the, the shorter to medium side uh, i think that's almost a necessity in something like this because engines just get so run away they get so snowbally that you can't have them go on for too long or they get totally insane so i'm struggling to think of anything that takes more than two hours that i would be like yeah that's a pure engine builder and i think lorenzo might be like the longest game that like gets on that list yeah although you mentioned wingspan which is not a not longer than two hours but you mentioned wingspan and i i do see that i mean obviously there's an income element but there is you know the way you put your cards down when you put them down the rows that you activate so that's obviously at play and i can definitely see that and then i don't think we've talked about this but another stonemeyer um viticulture would you say viticulture is an engine builder the way you work your wine board I've only played Viticulture a couple times and it was like digitally. So I don't have a good emotional feel for that game. My instinct is no, because the worker placement component is, is too overwhelming emotionally for me. Right. So it doesn't give me that like feeling of running a chain so much. I guess it's, it's a little slower and this kind of maybe tweaks or brings up an interesting question about the definition, right? It's like you, yes, you make grapes, but there's this aging process, right? As you're moving between the seasons, everything is aging. And as they age, then you can move, you know, then yes, you can harvest them and they get older. But uh, again, I guess it meets my definition, which is to say that I put things in somewhere and then I go away and I come back and my grapes are older. And look, they, they functioned without my oversight, right? Or my wine is older. And that I'm assuming does not meet your definition at all. Yeah, I I don't think so. Um, it's it's it doesn't quite get there because I guess that really what I'm like landing on as we've gone through this conversation, you're like helping me realize is basically I just don't I don't agree that income and I don't agree that tableaus are engines, and that's yeah. that may, that might be as simple as that. I uh, we're talking about long ones, and I know that this won't meet your definition, but that's fine because obviously. It, Honestly, I think this conversation is really interesting because I think we're going to end it all three of us having a much better idea of what we personally think an engine building game is. And I think we're all going to have different definitions. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at this point in the stage, I'm curious what your definition of engine building is or where you're circling around. Because I feel like everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently games. I'm circling around games being engine builders. Thanks, Nick. I actually think that Anastasia is in the majority. Like, I think that I'm the weird one here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're definitely the most uh, niche uh, one of us. But I mean, this honestly, I think I have a better idea of what I think an engine builder is now than I did, you know, 30 minutes ago or so. And I'm just curious if if Anastasia's had a similar feeling because I think I don't think Nick's changed his mind at all. <laughs> I don't think so either. I I do enjoy that um, we've made it to the end of my collection, and I don't think we found a single one um, after Furnace. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I think Nick makes some excellent points. Um, I think that you make some good points, John. I think I probably am going to lean if I need if I were to narrow my definition of engine builders, I would lean towards 
John's expanded version of Nick's definition, <laughs> the slightly wider uh, choices. But I think I actually go back to, especially since we're saying, okay, engine building's not a mechanic, right? I think I'll go back to what, how I feel as a player in a game. And I think for me, I go back to that idea of what is building my engine. And you could say that's, that doesn't necessarily make it, that, that every game could have an engine that you're building. So, you know, in terms of, am I going to delineate a game as a pure engine builder? I think I need to feel like the engine that I'm building is maybe 70 to 80% of that game, right? So I can see to a certain extent what Nick is saying, where it's like, sure, some of the games I listed, it's just a portion of it, you know, or, or it's a part, or it's just an income phase, right? Like so you, underwater seas. I can see what you're saying, Nick. It's just like one part of the game. And yet I feel like that's on the line for me because so much of what you are trying to do is improve that production phase to then do other things. So you don't make stuff in your production phase of underwater cities. You're not going to do a whole lot with the rest of your exactly. Yeah. So, so that's, so that's hard for me, but uh, you know, and I'm going to have to step back and reflect a little bit. I mean, I, I think that my definition has come down to, what for me feels like building an engine and I probably am going to lean more towards any games that Nick would probably call tableau builders or farming games or something <laughs> else where, where essentially, uh, like I've been saying, you know, I set something up to do something and I can keep, I, I do agree with you, Nick, to a certain extent, like I can keep activating it over and over again, or it keeps producing for me over and over again. And I have created a, an action path, a series of things that I'm doing that is working for me or that is building up or giving or amassing me more points. And I know that's super vague and I'm struggling to come up with some games that fit that for me uh, because Nick has infected my mind and I'm doubting <laughs> all of my choices. To, to just reflect something back at you that I, I heard you say earlier that I'd love to hear you expand on. You talked a couple times about like creating something and then putting it away and it generates things for you, right? The wines and viticulture or the grapes and viticulture. And it came up a few other times. Where does that fall for you? Like, is that engine building? You know, I was thinking about that after I said that, cause I was thinking about village. I don't know if you guys have played village. John, I don't think you have I played it, my village, but not, not the original. Neither of you have. So one of the components of that is that you essentially put workers out on the board and they like, they improve don't know how to describe it like you put them out on the board and then you come back and get them later and they're better at they like they went to train i guess is what it is thematically is that they like trained in a skill and then they make it better for you to do that skill and you know the main mechanic of village being that all of your workers age and eventually die and all of that so i was thinking about that when we were talking about viticulture because i was sitting there being like okay is do i think because i actually wrote village down on my initial list i'm like is this an engine builder like I, I i put people out here and they do various things for me and then they get better at those things and then i have you know the, you know is 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 that what my thing is and i'm struggling with that you know after this conversation because i have i have considered that for a very long time to be my engine I'm creating something and I, I'm going to go back and check on it in a few turns and it's, it's, it's doing something for me. 
but I got to be honest, guys, and this is terrible for this podcast. But you know, Nick, you Nick, you're you're messing with my mind, and I I am gonna I'm gonna have to like post a revision later and be like, it's my strategy in games. What too, do I right? know Messing now? Your mind. <laughs> no wonder everything, he wins. <laughs> everything I thought I I can feel them on the fringes of my brain where I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what am I thinking of? Is a game that like that game like where you. I'm trying to actually think of when do I use the term engine builder, like like I'm building my engine. I know what you mean, Nick. It's that feeling of where like I press this button and then all these little things happen and it like feels really good. And I'm like genuinely sitting here being like, what is a game that does that? <laughs> That's essentially the core of my argument, right? Like you and I will both use the word engine when we're playing the game Maracaibo, but I don't really think I'm building an engine. It's just this like gamer habit that I've built up. So it's like this like, I don't know, ludological rejection of what, like, what <laughs> no, our No, I mean, are. you're right. Like, I, I'm, I, I can't really think of a game that, 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 like, just does that. I just know that there are moments in games that do that. So I guess, John, to answer your question, what is my definition of an engine builder? Engine builders don't exist. That is my definition. <laughs> We've done full re- nihilism. <laughs> I'm going to rebrand the term. It's just engine building now, and it's in all games. And I'm very happy with it. That's kind of what Nick said at the very beginning, right? He was saying it's it's not a mechanism listed to onboard game geek. It's a feeling, and uh, and maybe maybe that's where we all come together because I I think there's a it's a pretty persuasive argument. Well, if you guys disagree with us, or you have comments, or you want to debate the games, or you want to remind me what games I'm thinking of that I can't think of at this moment, please, please leave us some comments. We love to see that kind of feedback, and we'd love to engage on that. The other thing is we'll also put links in the description of any games that we discuss that have an associated junkets games playthrough you can check that out in case you want to actually see some of these games in action and then yeah let us know what you think yeah um once again if you're listening to the podcast uh there's a link to the youtube version of this uh where uh you know go nuts with your comments i i'm sure a lot of people have their own definitions and i would love to see where everybody else is on this stuff yeah till next time everyone <laughs>